Hey, welcome. I am so welcome excited to another about my episode of Online Dating I with have Nancy, the from podcast. the Advocating Against Romance Scammers, retired Colonel Brian Denny from the United States Army, and Mrs. Kathy Waters. Welcome to my little podcast. Thanks so much. Thank Happy you. to be here. Um, I would like you both just to give me a short uh, tell us about tell everybody about yourselves a little bit. Ladies first, Kathy. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we are a nonprofit organization that helps support and educate um, people who want to know more about online romance scams. Um, we try and guide them to the appropriate help, whether that be um, through reporting the crime to law enforcement or finding clinical help as well. So uh, we came into this because my mother was a, a victim. I reached out to Brian because the uh, the scammer was using Brian's photos. And, um, and so we went from there and realized that there needed to be a lot more help and education out there about the online romance scams. Great. And I'm a 26-year U.S. Army <laughs> veteran, retired uh, in 2016. Uh, and very shortly thereafter, realized uh, a few of my photos, well, specifically, had been used uh, by online scammers to take advantage of people and uh, worked at it for about a month, uh, two months, three months myself, but wasn't getting anywhere. Uh, and uh, Kathy reached out and we connected and uh, teamed up and we've been working this problem ever since uh, November 2016 or so. Cool. Um, Kathy, how did you find Brian? Since you um, saw the photos being used. So, yeah, my, my mother's friend came over for Thanksgiving. Showed, she was all excited, you know, because she's in this new relationship. And she showed me a picture of him. So everything sounded too good to be true. When she left, I, um, I looked up this guy's account because they were friends on Facebook. And noticed that the name that he gave her or was using was Ross Newton. And um, the name on the uniform looked like Lenny or Denny. So... I just thought I'd Google it and I found, um, I Googled army man, Denny, and I found Brian, uh, his LinkedIn. And so I messaged him through LinkedIn and, you know, let him know. And that's a kind of a typical thing that people do that have been victims or family members, you know, they want to find the real person. And I did just that. So to let him know, you know, Hey, I think your photos are being used. And so then that's when, uh, Brian let me know that he had known that for about six months prior. Yeah. Well, that was something I was going to talk about later, um, but I've never had anybody on or talked to anybody whose photos were used. Actually, I've had my accounts duplicated, believe it or not. Uh, but Brian, how, how do they do this? Do they, do you have a lot of social media presence or how do they get your pictures? Yeah, that's funny. I, 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 I do have a, a fairly significant social media presence, but it's not really me. Somebody asked me at one point, you know, if I was on dating sites, uh, and I could truthfully say, no, I've never been on a dating site yet. I'm on hundreds of dating sites, or at least my, my images. No, I, uh, they got, uh, this all got started kind of the old fashioned way. I took some pictures, uh, on a family vacation, uh, back in, uh, 2016. And, uh, they were really the first ones that were pulled and used uh, by the scammers, a combination of those photos. Uh, and then uh, a couple of pictures that uh, the army had taken uh, of me during a couple of different things uh, with, with, you know, on exercises with the military. And they were floating around out uh, on the Internet. 
Uh, and it was those photos that kind of uh, kicked us off. And, you know, that's that's what the first victim uh, kind of turned me on to and said, hey, take a look at, you know, Google your name on in the, the Facebook search bar there. And uh, I, I did. And uh, again, there were double digits of profiles of me all using the exact same spelling of my name, the exact same pictures. Um, and uh, I thought, OK, well, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly put it into this. And here we are a number of years later, and uh, I have about the same success in reporting those to Facebook as, as, I, as I did back then, which means not much will happen. The pictures won't be taken down. The accounts will stay up and active and this kind of thing. So um, that, uh, that is it in a nutshell. And it's, a, it's been a struggle over the past few years just to try to, to get folks to recognize you know, the, the dangers that are inherent in, in just posting pictures and, and what malicious activity takes place when you post pictures on, online. A lot of things that you wouldn't intend to have happen with those pictures. Yeah. Well, I have something similar to what you have on your website. I have a thing where I have pictures of all the scammers I've encountered. I call it the liar's wall of disdain. I have more to add. You know, I have a whole Excel database. I got like 800 more to add in there. It's just, I've, oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta adjust my time. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, I forgot what I was heading towards. Oh, um, my question really is, um, because I get a lot of, oh, I'm Joe and I'm on a peacekeeping mission named that country. Mm-hmm. When guys are deployed in the military, are they really on social media that much? Or I wouldn't think they would be, but I don't know. Yeah, you, you can be. I mean, it, it is, uh, it's an interesting thing that uh, through a couple of three deployments now, the Army really pushes, and I, I suspect the other services are as well, to provide soldiers social media uh, as a an outlet, uh, you know, particularly with talking to family and friends back home to keep them connected to their loved ones. Uh, you know, the days of letter writing, uh, it, it still happens, uh, but not as frequently. And it's much easier for uh, Joe or Jill to plug into the Internet, talk to folks back home, see baby pictures and and this kind of thing. So the, the military does a great job in in kind of in, in providing that service uh, to. Uh, and so, you know, to help keep soldiers uh, engaged. Uh, and it really, de- how much a soldier is on that kind of thing uh, depends on the his location. You know how far away he is uh, from the uh, headquarters and pushed out into the nether regions. But it's entirely possible for soldiers mm-hmm. to access social media accounts uh, while deployed. Not, not, yeah, not well, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, because some of the comments you get from these guys, you know, I'm just <laughs> I've heard yeah, it all, great, and I know you, you've heard yeah. it all. You know, a, a great, a, that's a great first question. And, and, and when you ask that kind of question, you know, it, it means you're, you're thinking about things like, okay, would a soldier have contact to, to people on social media? Does he have internet access? Um, and these are great questions because, you, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not funny. And I can say it's funny because the, the, we all, we agree and I've seen some, horrific, life-ending, changing, devastating things happen to people that are engaged in this. But when you see some of the things that, you know, a supposed serviceman is asking for from overseas, if you've been in the military a day or two, you realize this is ridiculous. That That is absurd. You know, 
They don't need a loved one's permission to come to their home while on leave. They don't need monies to pay for medicines because they've been wounded. They don't need, uh, you know, the commanding officer doesn't need a signature verifying that you know a soldier so they can have contact with you. But, you know, Kathy and I have seen all this stuff kind of play out. And, and, it's, and, and these are things that, that people will say to help you know, establish a level of credibility from like official looking letterhead to I need permissions to do this. I mean, it's all about build, continuing to build on trust and credibility as they sink their talents in further and further uh, and take more more money uh, and you know money from you. So yeah, it, you've got to be you've got to be thinking when you when you're talking to people online. And the first question is, hey, does the soldier really have access to this kind of stuff? That's a great first question. And if you're thinking that. Then you got to think through the rest of the stuff that they're going to ask and, and where that leads you. Yeah, well, you know, I've, I've pretty much become Columbo <laughs> on some <laughs> of this stuff. And my best friend is like really good. She gets, she goes, you're not going to believe this email I got. I'm going to send it to you. She goes, I already know it's a scam because I learned it from you, you know, yeah. and, and I will post stuff like that so that people can see, hey, this kind of crazy the other stuff, not necessarily just military. It's yeah. other ways yeah. of, you know, uh, people scamming. And I know the one thing I worked on, supposedly some lawyer from Canada mm -hmm. was sending her this letter, had the same last name as her. I mean, the person, he has this estate and he's dead or something. And I mean, I was looking it up. They had a legitimate website, what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And, but I'm like, no, this isn't right. You know? And um, so I ended up contacting this one lady who I had been involved with an interview with, and she works for the Department of Justice, the Eastern District of Missouri Financial Scams. And I sent it to her and she's like, yeah, you're right. It is, you know, and, but I, again, I tried to reach out to the real people and say, hey, you're being used. I never heard back, but I don't expect to hear back. I pass the information along and then I, I move on, you know, um, I don't want to be one of those people that keeps bugging you. It's like, here, here it is. Do with it what you will. For, for people that this is a way of life, this is a business, this is organized crime, and people can say, well, you know, you, you get what you sign up for, you're giving money to people online, you know, they don't, you, you have to understand this is an organized group of criminals, it's not one person you're writing to, these are teams of people that, that run these scams, I mean, different gangs, there's a team of people over here, there's, there's three or four teams over here, I mean, this, these are, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people involved in this industry, and, uh, and so they have time. They have time to create fake web pages to support their stories. I mean, it's nothing. It's free, right? I mean, to, to do some of this, it costs little to nothing to print up uh, an official-looking army piece of paper, of which you can find plenty of examples online that say this. Or if you're in a you know an, an oil worker on a rig, to print up something that says, "Hey, I, this guy works here," or a a a, a lumber harvester in South America uh, with poor you know connectivity because he's out on the site all the time. There's a thousand ways to craft a story and excuses of you know why why I can't you know, participate in a Zoom call, why I can't, you know, uh, get a better connect, better connectivity so you can see my image, why I need you to sign this piece of paper. I mean, this is a, a way of life and all the, the tricks of the trade are all for sale. You only have to go as far as Facebook uh, to kind of read through, uh, you know, sites that sell this kind of thing online, the sell to how, the how-tos, the backstories, the identification cards that you would need. It's all right there and it's not, 
it's not concealed. It's not hidden. It's it's out there in the open. And Kathy really has kicked a lot of that stuff over and and opened my eyes to to the extent of it. Well, I know their Photoshop skills are pretty good, but they haven't fooled me yet because I will expand the picture. I have the reverse the app on my phone so I can run the picture through that. So I'll see this picture, but it's got a different face. So then I blow up their picture and I can see the white around yeah. the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a photo, you know, and some of them are pretty good and some are really bad, you know, but. Um, oh, yeah. I've got Brian, uh, pictures of Brian in jail in the hospital. Um, oh, oh, yeah. He's uh, places all over the world. He's never been. <laughs> Um, but they are getting better. They really are. The And uh, they're starting to um, use video because we'd always say, you know, if they can't video chat with you, well, then forget, you know, it's a scammer. Well, now they're starting to record the videos from a phone and um, and show them show the video through their computer. So it looks like they're FaceTiming somebody, um, which is actually not the case. They've taken the video. They've slowed it down. They've taken the the uh, volume out of it. And so when you play it for their person they're trying to talk to or their victim, um, it looks like a legit video that's been having or that has some technical or not a video, but look, a FaceTime that's having technical problems. And so I have heard so many times, well, but I talk, I, I talked to them. Well, did you talk to them or, did, you know, was it a quick video? Oh, you know, no, it was just it was about a minute, but they were having problems. So um, yeah, no, right there. You know, that's a, you got to stop that there. So that Instagram yeah. you did was perfect about that because I've had a couple of those, but they were celebrities, mm-hmm. fake celebrities. The one was Billy Idol and he's playing this video and I'm like, that is so terrible. That is such a grainy, grainy you know, and I'm like telling the guy, dude, you're not Billy Idol. That's not a good, you know. Um, And then I had a fake Chris Pratt one do the same thing. And I'm like, oh, please. But they didn't play that long, you know. And um, but again, you know, I just my point of doing what I do is I just want to help these women so that, hey, this is what they sound like. This is what they say. Don't fall for them, you know. And um, I just I just and I just stumbled upon this. I started my blog in October of 2016. And I just was curious. I was at church and I'm reading the back of the bulletin and they had a thing on there for catholicmatch.com. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not, I really don't want to meet anybody. I'm happily divorced and I have so many projects. I don't got time, but I was curious. So I went there. Now, nothing happened there. And a co-worker said, oh, try match.com. And the very first guy that contacted me was in the army, you know, and so I took the, the, the thing that bugged me about it was all the sweet emails Oh, yeah. It kind of grossed me out. <laughs> yeah, right. really. Over the top and um, almost immediately because time yeah. is money, right? And the longer they have to take in developing you to see how how far you're going to go down the rabbit hole here, you know, they, they don't have time for that. They don't have time to spend on things that are going to be a dead end. Yeah. So they'll see how much you buy off. And if you put up with all that stuff, you know, the sweet talk, you know, queen, my queen, I love you, you know, like right off the bat, then what else? You know, we got a live one, right? It's an indicator. Yeah. So. I, um, I never knew about the scamming. Now I never sent money. Um, I'm a, I'm suspicious about people anyway, most of the time. So, um, but I went to work and was telling this other coworker, I said, look at this guy I met online. And she goes, is he in the army? I go, yeah, he's a scammer. So she went and told me the whole story. So then I, of course, do my own 
thing. And then I Google this guy's picture, boom, scammer. But I was new to all this and I was freaked out. I thought, oh my God, he's going to find me, you know? And then my friend's like, it's not going to find you. So I ended up just sending him an email. I know who you are. I never want to hear from you again, block, you know? And then it just, that's, and then I'm like, I've always wanted to do a blog, but I never had anything to blog about. And I'm like, I think this would be really a good way to do something my little part and that that's how I started and then I just started the podcast a year and a half ago so um but anyway um I do I want to hear about your website tell us about your website and then I well you saw what I was going to ask you so tell me about your fantastic website well (laughs) thank you so much we try to put a little bit of everything on there really um actually the the pictures are pretty new I just started putting those up um and we already have a pretty good library of them Um, They are pictures that were sent from victims um, or that have been approached. Not all of them sent money, um, but they've all given me pictures to to post so we can um, we can share with everybody. Um, We have a spot where you can report the crimes. We have um, information where they can get additional help, links with um, interviews and articles, podcasts, everything, stuff like that, that we have done that provides education. That is our main goal is the education. I mean, we definitely need um, laws to be changed too. So it's a safer platform or that our platforms are safer. But for right now, if we can get that little bug in people's ear and um, when they are approached by a fake account on a social media platform, they can notice maybe the red flags right away. And and these guys are are pretty quick to where you can recognize it. But if you're not educated in it and you don't know the red flags, then you're not, then you may fall for it. So I've heard so many victims say how dumb they were and um, how stupid and ashamed. And, oh, it's just, it's absolute opposite. You know, they have the biggest hearts. They're going to trust people. And I said, if you were educated in this and you knew what to look for, you wouldn't have fallen for it. And so it's really, honestly, that, kind of symbols to to get all the education out there that we can you know I've said a couple times in my blog and podcast I said in the 80s I'm gonna be 60 on Sunday (laughs) but in the 80s thank you in the 80s this is something I think I probably would have fell for not that I ever had any money I'm you know but um I think and I don't like to think back I I was I had fun but I also think there was a part of me that was like, oh, my God, I got to have a man. And that's not always easy to admit. I'm good at admitting it now, but I'm not that same person, you know. Um, yeah. But I see I understand how women can fall for this. I don't like that they do that. I, like you said, education is the thing. I wish there was more we could do, like have a big group therapy of all the women in the world and just say, hey, <laughs> you know, yeah. mm-hmm. Um I read on your site, tell me about the Communication Decency Act. And for those who don't know about it, um, I read there were changes you want to see happen to it. You want to take this, Brian? You to- uh, so the Decency Communication Act, uh, well, I'm like, yep, there we go. The Decency Communication Act uh, was started at the, you know, really the dawn of the internet. And it was meant to... Uh, encourage people that were developing the technology to develop it, to build a bulletin board, so to speak, uh, without fear of repercussions of what would be posted there. Uh, because you don't want to stifle the innovation, right? And so uh, and so that happened. Uh, and now the internet is up and thriving and there's still a, you know, no way to hold liable 
uh, the the social media giants that have built the have built this platform and these these platforms and these billboards. It's no way to hold them accountable for what gets posted there, even if they know that uh, you know despite their community standards that say you can't have duplicate profiles, you can't have profiles specific with the specific intent of committing fraud. Uh, that's all there, and like and let's say take Facebook, that's in their community standards. This still happens. They still know what happens. Uh, they've been warned about it for people like, you know, Kathy and I and you, and, you know, in, in most of these times, the whole process of policing that bulletin board is through, uh, through the user, right? And so you report profiles that are fake, but then when they don't take action, they don't have to take action. There is nothing that compels them to take action. Um, and there's nothing you can do about them for failing to take action. It's all based on, uh, you know, uh, what they feel is within their capability to do, what they want to do, what they really want to invest money in doing. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of carrot in terms of profits to be made um, through the, the social media, uh, you know, organizations, uh, but there's no stick to hold them accountable for what gets posted, uh, what gets posted out there. There's no repercussions for, uh, you know, 10% of your profiles are fake. Uh, there are people that are losing, you know, you know, thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I mean, the the, the Federal Trade Commission, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, let us know that uh, Western Union, who is the the preferred money delivery service for most of these uh, scammers, you know, was held liable uh, and had to pay back a certain percentage of money to victims. Uh, how do you hold the banking system responsible? but not the social media site that all this, this information is passed on, particularly when they know it's there. I mean, I, I, the, the logic there is somewhat baffling that the social media giants have a get out of jail free card, can't hold us liable, uh, and they exploit that. And as many times as you've seen a lot of these folks kind of appear in front of Congress to testify, it's all you know, really smoke and mirrors. They haven't invested uh, from our perspective no more, no less. Uh, in the time that we've talked to Facebook about this uh, and let them know that there was a problem. And, and the first time we met with them, it was like they were very surprised to know that uh, <laughs> that that romance scams took place on their profile. They had that kind of a shocked look about it. Uh, and uh, and since we've talked to them, they've stood up a marketplace, a dating site, a gaming site. I mean, there's no resources, no new resources. Uh, they told Congress that they, they've spent lots of money and hiring new people, putting humans in the loop to help review and verify uh, fake accounts. But uh, certainly Facebook knows Kathy and I, they know our organization. Uh, we've had a direct relationship with them uh, for a number of years. It's still every day fake profiles are made using the same old pictures of me, you know, without fail and without any repercussions to, to Facebook for allowing that to happen. Well, on the Good side, Brian. I've never seen your picture. You're not in my list, so so <laughs> if that's any any comfort, you know. <laughs> I, I I will sleep better tonight. <laughs> well, I notice on Facebook because I do a lot of Facebook with friends and family and uh, Star Trek groups and whatever that I belong to, and I, like on the Ellen DeGeneres page, you know, she would post something and I would say, "Oh my God, I love that show," whatever. And then I would come back and some guy would say, oh, I looked at your profile and I tried to send you a friend request and it wouldn't go through. Please, you know, 
And I'm like, dude. So I would just type scammer underneath it. Yeah. And I notice other people being able, because I still see this happening on other public pages that I, I belong to. I still see this going on and I see other people go away. You're a scammer. We know you're, you know. Um, so, I mean, I do see, I'm, I see it mostly on Instagram, but yeah. on Facebook, I have, I have, my Facebook is closed down mostly because far, that's my fun page. That's my family page. That's my right. friend, you know, yeah. um, but my Instagram is something totally different. I use that to yeah. get my stories, and, you know, and I, I will say, you know, I don't, I don't want it to make it seem like we're here to, to bash Facebook, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm uh, a board member of uh, a, a couple of military organizations. I run a living history group there. I mean, in terms of conveying information, uh, it's uh, there's there's no better platform to me. If you've got seven World War II vets up on your military history site, you know, you know how hard it is to get seven guys in their you know in their late 80s and 90s up on any kind of social media platform. You, you don't want to jump ship and abandon that. But what we really went in to have a conversation with Facebook about was to say, hey, just so you know, love it, love it, appreciate what you do. This is where you're not quite making uh, good on your community standards. This is where you're falling short. And we just wanted to say that and then provide the data that helps them see that. And, you know, back in the day where I was pretty naive and I think Kathy and I were both like, they'll look, they'll really appreciate this information and they're going to jump in there and they're going to make this right. And golly gee, it's going to be great. And then, it, you know, it took a while of knocking on the door going, yeah, they don't, they're not interested in fixing any part of this because uh, to them, you know, this is a, a bit of a nuisance, right? They don't have to do anything. And so that's exactly what they're going to do. Not anything. Right. And we've got emails that we've sent them all about um, one of the organized crime groups is uh, the Yahoo Boys. And so another time, that was another time they're like, what? We don't know about this. And so that's we're new to me. Huh? Oh, is that that's new, to, new to me? Yeah. Okay, so um, and they're like, well, we don't know about this. Um, we're going to keep our eye out. So this is this group does all their business on Facebook. It's kind of like what Brian was talking about earlier. Um, they will sell um, victims photos, scripts. Uh, scripts for the scams. They'll sell people's photos like Brian's um, and, and make them identity theft victims. They'll, they've got different cards, you know, send me, send me your number and I'll, or send me some money and I'll, you know, send you a gift card number, you know, they, because they sell those when the people send them gift cards. So anyways, all of this is done. Um, I'm sure on other platforms too, but on Facebook, they're private and public. So you can go in there, you can, type in Yahoo boys and you're going to find them. And the thing is, is they're not hiding. I mean, they, maybe some of them are hiding under different names, but they're putting Yahoo boys and there's groups like ours that report them and get them down, but they pop right back up. And so, um, I mean, we're, we're aware that these tech companies are able to recognize that name and not even post or let the, let their account, you know, um, be active. Uh, but no, they're not, they're, they're still remaining out there. They're doing all their work. They have thousands of followers. These scammers are falling. It's it's amazing. So yeah, if anybody wants to do that, all they have to do is look up on Facebook, put Yahoo Boys, and uh, and they'll they'll definitely find these sites. It's disgusting. It's it's unbelievable that the crime is allowed like this online, and it's because a third party post um, is not their responsibility, so they don't have to take it down. Yeah. Yeah. We had mentioned earlier, I had mentioned earlier how on Instagram, my account got uh, yeah. um, 
copied, you know, and I didn't notice this. And this was probably a year and a half ago. I'm in the car with my daughter and she's mom. I want to look at your Instagram because she gets a kick out of reading all my stuff on there. And mom, somebody duplicated your account. What? Well, that's happened several times and I've been able to get it, you know, reported saying this is me. Uh, But the one it took forever for them to take down. And the other time it's been pretty quick, but this one time, and I was in there every day reporting it. This is not my account. Get rid of it. You know, my hair was different. I had it brown at the time, but, um, but I'm like, you know, go a little fast. The other ones were good, but this one took forever. I need to check again to make sure it's not been duplicated, but, um, you know, I mean, the one thing I do do and, um, on Instagram, you know, as I'm having my conversations with them and when it's going to end, I actually go to their profile and on all their pictures, I type scammer and then I block them and I will get emails or messages from other girls saying, hey, you wrote scammer on there. Can you tell me why? Mm-hmm. Well, on some of these pictures, I wasn't the only one that did that. But right. by blocking them, they can't see it, but everybody else can. Again, somebody could come through and say, hey, Joe, some, this gal wrote that on there, make a new account or delete the pictures, you know, so. Um, That's Brian fills that effect too. He, uh, we've done reports on it about the, I'll report him as a friend of mine and as being, you know, duplicated. And, um, and then if it doesn't come down, I give those to Brian and say, hey, try and get these down. He puts them in as, yeah, they're trying, you know, they're stealing my profile picture or they're my picture and they still don't come down. He has like a 50, no, what is yours, Brian? 50%? Like, no, it was, I, I think it, we had about a 33% mm-hmm. success ratio. Uh, I think that was probably at the height of it. I mean, now I can't report anything and it comes down. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't happen. Yeah, man. Um, can you... Um, Give us some advice, maybe a few tips to women out there, because this is mostly, I know it happens to men, but it's Mm -hmm. mostly women we hear about. What are some tips that they should look for when they get a message from Joe Military or whoever? So, yeah, so if they, um, okay, (laughs) Um, usually, you know, right off the bat, they they do a lot of the um, sweet words, you know, calling you dear and queen and you have a beautiful smile. They'll, you know, your eyes are beautiful. I wanted to reach out. So they'll do a lot of that love bombing stuff right away. Um, they will try and move the conversation from the platform that they, they approached you on to a pl- another social media site or chat site that is encrypted. Um, because if they delete it on their end, it's nearly impossible for law enforcement to pull that up on, on their end. A lot of times, um, when you're a victim, you just want to forget about it. And then they delete it on their end and there's no proof anywhere. And I'm sure that's what they, they bet on. But um, so that's, those are, those are a few. Um, A lot of them have the same stories that they work outside of the country and, or outside of whatever country you're in. Um, They want to send a package to you um, because it's their personal, personal belongings and you're the only one they can trust or, um, Oh, there's just, there's, there's so many out there, but the initial ones are trying to move the conversation, like right off. If you're, you know, looking right away, you can go on their site. Is it just women that's following them? Is there, is their account brand new? Um, you know, you can, you can, um, go on, uh, where you can do a reverse image search, copy their picture, see if it's used somewhere else there. There's a lot of things to look for. And we definitely have those tips too on our website. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with everybody? I mean, I, I, again, I've said this a lot. I love your website. I had to revisit it again the other night so I could make sure uh, I sounded like I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, I, I just, I was telling friends, yeah, check out this website. It's so good. Is there any other awesome stuff that I might have missed on your site or just anything else you just want to share with everybody? I would say, and, uh, you know, it, it does seem so obvious to us, uh, you know, sitting and talking about it, but people really get into this and uh, it is hard to see your way clear. Uh, every week or so, really, it's been about every week. My wife is approached by somebody online who messaged, you know, Messages her saying, I'm in a relationship with your husband. I thought you ought to know. Uh, or I'm, you know, the, the, the last couple have been really pretty, pretty uh, rude, uh, to say the least. And my wife goes through the motions of telling them, you are talking with a scammer. Please look at the, this website. Uh, take a look at any number, Google his name, look at any, the, any number of the videos. Um, and in they'll admit that, yep, I, I've been informed that, uh, that, you know, your husband told me that, this, that that's what you would say and point me towards this, but I'm actually talking to the real Brian Denny, your husband, and, and this is what's happening. And at the end of the day, you know, it's really hard for people to see their way clear of this, even when they reached out to, to me or to her or to anybody. And, and you know, they, they don't necessarily want to hear the truth and, and, just can't, uh, it's hard to emotionally grasp. And that's really the thing that's so frustrating about this. Uh, It's not just a financial amount that, that, you know, that is taken from people, but it's the emotional destruction that comes with being lied to uh, and and this kind of thing. And and if we talk about it, honestly, the victims in this are are typically women, as as we've said, but there are women that are already in in a vulnerable part of their life a part of their life where they've lost a loved one uh, or, or something along those lines and uh, are looking for somebody to have a relationship with maybe or talk to, or in many cases, just help a soldier, uh, which is why so many soldiers' images are used in this kind of thing. So at the end of the day, I, I would just say this, if you could scrape away a lot of the emotional stuff to it, you know, just remember something that, you know, my my parents, grandparents all taught me as a kid, you know, you don't, don't give money to strangers, don't give things to strangers. And, that's an easy thing to say because when you're talking to somebody on the internet, you think you know them. You you very quickly can feel like, hey, I know this person. Um, they're not a stranger to me. But if you're talking to someone online and you've never met them in person, then you do not really know them, right? You can't confirm that there's a, a flesh and blood entity out there that looks like this that you're actually having a dialogue with. And so you've got to kind of think through that. Well, I'll just I'll, I'll have a set up a voice, a video conference or Zoom or, uh, or Google Meet or something like that. And it is not that hard to do. And there are very few circumstances, jobs, locations in the world where you can't make something like that happen. Uh, you know, even, even if you're a deployed soldier and have access to social media, you know, if you can do that, then you can also have a video chat. Uh, you know, there's nothing necessarily that per prohibits that. There are places to go and do those types of things. So you've got to press harder and get the, get the answers that you want, not just take, well, it's a sensitive job and it's a remote location. And, you know, for security reasons, these are all really good covers for why people can't do something. But if 
if you want to, you know, you've got to press that attack home and make that kind of thing happen and ask the tough questions and, and don't just believe everything that everybody's telling you on the internet. It's, it's easily said, I say, don't give money to strangers and people, you know, online are just that they're strangers, but, but I realize in execution, it's a little more difficult. Yeah. Do you have anything to say, Kathy? Brian hit everything on the head there. <laughs> He uh, did. He did. What? How about telling everybody your web address? Sure. It's um, advocatingforyou.com. And it's with the U at the end, not Y-O-U. Um, so yeah, we're there. Um, and we have Advocating For You. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, we're on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, we're on most of the big social media, social media uh, sites. Gosh, thank you so much. I mean, you shared a lot of great information today. I got a lot to to learn, more stuff to learn now. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate um, your time. And um, I hope you both have great holidays. Thanks. Same to you, Patsy. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on here. I'm so sorry. Like I said, it took so long to get it all set up. I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm very flexible because I know how busy you guys are. So I can make the time. That's why I always tell important people like yourselves, I will make the time. I will rearrange anything because I know how hard it is to get people together, especially people like you who have such um, a good website. You're doing the right thing. Um, I fully support you. I think you guys are awesome. Keep it up. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Whoops. I think that stopped recording. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This was phenomenal. This was Thank phenomenal. You. There's um, so much more that you can, I mean, you know, it's just like, there's just so much to, yeah. to be able to say and stuff, but I don't know, yeah, I, I think you hit, what'd you say? I, said, I think I'm about done. I tapped out. I got nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I, pre- well, I appreciate it. I hope there's something usable in all this, um, you know, a- education. You enjoyed um, that interview. These two people are completely totally amazing i'm their biggest fan please check out their website it's advocating for you a d v o c a t i n g f o r and the letter u.com they have a mail list that you can subscribe to at the bottom of their front page sign up and get it whenever they have updates and such you'll you'll get something i just signed up for it myself because I I always have new stuff to learn. This kind of thing, there's always new stuff to learn. I like to think I know a lot, but there's so much that I don't know about. But what I do know, I share with you all. So please, please, please visit their website. I guarantee you, you're going to love it. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your neighbors, share it with older female relatives, friends, so that they don't fall for this scam stuff that drives us crazy. And normally at this point, I do a scammer sweet talk. Well, today it's gonna be scammer not so sweet talk. Um, I have four little things to share to you. And I first want to apologize of the vulgarity Um, because I don't usually talk like that on my podcast, but I just want to make you aware of it. So the first one, um, as always, I always tell these guys, you know, would you please take a picture of yourself holding up three fingers by your face so I know you're real. You've heard me say that before. 
So these are responses that I got back from that. It's okay, sweetie. Can I insert your finger inside your bra and send me pic? Learn how to talk. Learn how to write right. Number two, this is an insult to my personality. I don't think you have a personality. Number three, and what is the meaning of that? Are you giving me an assignment or what? You will be the one to do that first. In your dreams, dude. <laughs> and the last one, you are giving me conditions to talk to you. You are not serious. Fuck off. Again, I apologize for the language because um, that's not how I talk, but I'm only quoting the scammers. So that's this week's not-so-sweet talk. But don't worry, next time I will be back with the sweet talk. Now, your favorite segment. I'm back to A Thousand and One Ways to Meet Mr. Right. The book is by Elizabeth Scheimer Bowers. You can get it on any uh, place you can get a book. Uh, I got this at the um, Half Price Books in St. Louis for 50 cents. But you can go on Amazon or anywhere if you really want to see the book. I'm just, I'm still in the social way section. That seems to be the biggest section. So anyway, so now next on our 1001 Ways to Meet Mr. Wright. A vintage clothing store. Yes. Vint the pro is vintage clothing is not only clue, it's relatively inexpensive. The con is some guys who are interested in vintage clothing may be a little too eccentric for your liking. Yeah, that can happen. I don't know. Um, oh, this is a good one. I got a kick out of this one. A square dancing club. I remember in gym class in grade school, we square danced and I thought it was fun. The pro is the swing your partner move is a good preview of whether the two of you have chemistry. The con is square dancing is a dying art in some parts of the country. So you may have some trouble finding a club, especially one that involves people under the age of 60. Oh, just so you all know, uh, today I hit my 60th birthday. Uh, the only part of my body that feels 60 is my knees. The rest of me still feels like I'm 22. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. The next one is a segment or a thing called eight-minute dating. The pro is a room full of eligible singles and eight chances to meet someone you click with in one night. The con is if you're not terribly outgoing, eight-minute dancing, eight-minute dating, excuse me, uh, could be intimidating. Now, if I were wanting to date, which I'm not, uh, the eight-minute thing would work for me because chances are I could do all the talking in that eight minutes and that guy would just sit there <laughs> and probably would think I'd never get a word in edgewise. Next. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. <laughs> Bring your old boyfriend party. Ugh. The pro is if you're interested in a guy and your friend, you're, can, let me start that over. If you're interested in a guy your friend has dated, you can get some background info on him before you decide whether or not you want to go out. 
The con is, if anyone still has feelings for the ex, jealousy is bound to rear its ugly head. <laughs> and then this other one is a Christmas tree show. It says, uh, there's no pro or con. It just says, if you're planning to decorate your place with a tree this year, you might want to gather some creative ideas at a Christmas tree show. So you never know who you could meet. I've never been to a Christmas tree show, so I don't know. And final for today, a New Year's Eve day party. The pro is if you made a resolution to improve your love life, you might be able to cross it off your list on the first day of the year. The con is, okay, if you're over embedded the night before, you might not be at your freshest. Freshest. Basically, if you're hungover from the night before, it might suck for you. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you get a kick out of those uh, like I do. And, you know, maybe somebody has meet, met someone um, on these ways that I, uh, I read every week to you or every month. But anyway, again, um, check out their website, Advocating for You. Again, phenomenal website. Um, come in the new year. Um, I will possibly have some more people from the board of Advocating for You, possibly a guest on my podcast. I was speaking to Kathy after we were done recording, and um, she had said, you know, she would give me emails, and I could email addresses, I could contact these folks. So that is something I will do. Uh, I do know I have one that I'm going to do probably in January if I don't do it sooner. Um, I do flea markets, and I met a girl at the flea market I was at yesterday. And um, she is just hilarious. Um, uh, she could kind of be a lot like me when it comes to men. So she's, she goes, I have so many stories about crazy dates, you know, and dating stories. So I thought... I know I had some other people on here to talk about their crazy dating stories. I'm going to have her on so that she can share her stories. Um, because from when we talked, I mean, all we did was laugh. So she's going to be a future guest on my show. And um, I can't wait, excuse me, I can't wait to have her on because she's just so funny. So anyway, um, I'm still giving out free t-shirts. So be sure to email me if you want one. Patsy Podcast at att.com. They are totally free. You just need to send me your shirt size and your mailing address. I pay for shipping. It's usually first class, so I can track it and make sure it gets delivered to you. Um, my new calendars are out, those little half-page laminated calendars. Well, when you get a T-shirt, you automatically get a couple of those. So, uh, But if you just want the calendar, again, um, send me an email. Patsy Podcast at att.net. I'm more than happy to send that out to you. And um, the holidays are coming. If I don't do another show until after Christmas, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, a Happy Hanukkah, any holiday that you uh, celebrate. Go out and maybe do something nice for somebody and make sure the one rule I have, as always, never send money to someone you don't know. <laughs>